that you can just talk whenever. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome back to the weekly episode <laughs> of the 4x4 podcast. This is the Our first recording of today. Yeah, this is the first recording of today. First yeah, attempt. Really. What time is it right now? Oh, shh. That's crazy. Yeah, whoa, it's crazy. almost midnight. Whoa. Whoa, no way we actually like recorded. <laughs> we recorded too. like half an episode and then had to scrap. That's crazy, That's bro. Crazy. <laughs> Wait, when was that? What was Wait, that? That was like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're back. You know, it's been a while, but um, we just wanted to let you guys know that we're still alive, you know, checking in before the end of the semester. <laughs> Uh, this is the last episode of this season, or at least that's the plan. And yeah, okay, so I have something to talk about. So recently, I've been watching the NBA playoffs, you know, been Ooh, keeping wow. up, watching. This year's pretty crazy. It's the most teams in a very long time they're competing, like, actually have a chance yeah. for the championship. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, I was like, hmm, basketball. I was like, I can do that. No, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I, <laughs> like... I can't play basketball, but I know someone on the 4x4 is quite the basketballer. And that guy's name is Garrison. (laughs) (laughs) So, for that, guys, I want to pose to you guys the question. If you had to be good at any sport, because for me, when I think about it, I'm like, it'd be cool to be cool at, like, good at basketball, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. if you had to be good at one sport, like, you got to just free pass. You got to be really good at it. Like, good at one sport or, like, just... Just got one sport in general. Or you got to pick one, and then all of a sudden you're raised to like an Olympic level athlete for that sport. Mm-hmm. What would you guys pick? Would you pick something quirky, like, I don't know, skeleton bobsled racing? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, it's called the skeleton, I think, right? What? I just, I heard of bobsled racing. It's, it's skeleton and bobsled. What's yeah. skeleton? It's like the one where you lie on your back. Oh, that it's one. It's the oh. really, it's scary. I don't know how mm-hmm. people do oh, that. That's it's cool, like very dangerous, oh. but. Mm-hmm. What about speed walking? That looks lit, bro. <laughs> but there's like funny little costumes as well. They have like aerodynamic. <laughs> funny little costume. <laughs> well, okay, would you would you pick basketball? Because I know you played basketball as your main sport growing up. Mm, I think I thought about this, but actually, think. I probably wouldn't pick basketball. Ooh. I think something that mm. actually came in mind when I thought of this question was like swimming. Because like mm. imagine like, you know, all the gold medals you could rack up True. through swimming. It's so versatile, like True. You know, like you could focus on, you know, all the different strokes and that and like also you get built, you know. Yeah, true. I also <laughs> heard it makes you taller. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but you're right, Gary. You you can rack up like the most medals. From yeah. That. Like Michael Phelps did it. Like Katie Ledecky, mm-hmm. the the female swimmer, she she did it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sport. What'd you do, bro? Cricket. But that's racist. How's that what? racist? What? What? Uh, shoot. What would I do? I was about to say something so mean, but I won't. Say it. Say it, say it, no, 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 no. I beg you to say it. No, 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 This is our last episode. Just say it. Competitive. Eating yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Wait, what? <laughs> He's like competitive eating. <laughs> I was like, You're going to be the next Stoney. Dude. Cool. Wait, Matt Stoney's. Matt Stoney's kind of fire. The best competitive eaters are like all skinny. What was yeah. it? Joey Chestnut. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all like eat like, vegetables literally no, it's all, just so all weird, weird though. Ex- except for like the day. How is it weird? It looks so weird. What do you mean? What? It's actually really gross too. It is really gross. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, 
Oh, that's true. Because even if you're like good at it, that means you still like face the repercussions. Yeah, and... you release a vomiting. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wish I was really good at volleyball. Mm. Ooh, I wish. Oh, yeah, because it's like a like especially at UTD is like a very big sport here, kind of. And I always feel so left out when <laughs> people are like so good at it, and uh-huh. also it's like I just hate like people like volleyball players are cocky because like uh-huh. it, it, no, it just it just makes me sad. It just makes me annoyed because. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're, they're not that guy. They're not, they're not he him. Okay, like you're not gonna like. What are you gonna do? Play professional volleyball or something like? <laughs> like, like Such a hater, Sean. No, like, bro, get a life. Like, touch <laughs> oh the carpet. Like, he, like touch your whole, up carpet. Like your whole, like your whole, You're blaming them for being up. T- for, like, like, take a shower. Up. You've been sweating too much. Like you, like like. For, for me personally, like, bro, what? I would want to be in that scenario where I would have to take like take a shower and mm-hmm. be really try hard at volleyball. So mm-hmm. people can like stop talking so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Though I, I can I can agree with like your attitude about it, but I, I think I get to there in a little different of a way. <laughs> but I can agree disliking cocky people. Yes. I, for me, like my mentality mm-hmm. for sports, like mm-hmm. before I used to be like I really want to get really good at it. Mm-hmm. I think like anything in general, like whether it's like singing or like something like that. But now it's like I just want to be good enough to where I can like have fun playing it. Have fun playing it, but. I'm too lazy to go further than that, mostly. Unless it's like I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, did you play any sports growing up, Sean? I played soccer for three years, mm. and then Chipotle came into my life. So that's when I went down. Chipotle derailed your soccer. You first said I was like, "What's Chipotle?" Chipotle derailed my life on that one. Uh, How so? You uh, started pursuing the competitive eating. I started pursuing the E. coli, bro. <laughs> 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 I wanted to lose weight in the <laughs> No, actually, like, I think in middle school, I, I weighed the same amount that I weigh right now. Mm. Like, 170, 180. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, I wear, like, I'm, the pants I'm wearing right now is from middle school. Mm. Like, in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So, and it fits me better now. Oh, that's than, nice. Than before. Mm-hmm. Not fits me better. It fits me, it's, like, looser than before. Mm-hmm. That's because Chipotle went out of my life, but like... Specifically yeah. Chipotle. Specifically Chipotle. Wow. I, I cannot tell you, I used to eat that every week. Like, that's like a weekly special. Wait, isn't Chipotle like pretty healthy though? Like, yeah, but it, it's, it's, still, it's still quite a lot of calories Got it. still. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. And I'm that kind of guy that like eats and then sleeps right afterwards, so you're like... Is that oh yeah, bad? so it, like, yeah. if you like sleep right after eating, like, it stays in your system more. Like, oh. it doesn't help you like digest nope, it. Nope, 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 the first loop poop. Shut your <laughs> It's just a question, bro. <laughs> soccer, I actually enjoyed soccer. Mm-hmm. But then there was, like, this one guy that like, came in and became really good. And then, like, I became, like, a second string. And I didn't want to play soccer after that. Mm. So I stopped playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's pretty much the only sport I played, kind of. Mm. For three years? Four years? And then I just played football and basketball for fun. But I'm never mm. good at it. I see. Yeah. I think you're pretty good, Charm. <laughs> Thanks. For real. Wait, so uh-huh. is volleyball still your answer then? Volleyball's still my answer, 100%. I Wait, hate so the like DSA a... and FSA people here oh. so much. <laughs> Wait, like oh, a, okay. would you be like a hitter or something? Huh? A hitter? Yeah. Do you know like what position you would like to be? I want to be, I, wanna, I really want to be good at setting. Oh! I, I see like Silas and like, uh, uh-huh. who, who is it? Who, who, who sets in? No, Silas. Silas is the one I saw the most. Like seeing him do it, I was like, Lord my goodness, I mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it, look, it just looks so cool because... Silas mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How about you? Wait, Yaren? He's a racket sport kind of guy, though. I'm pretty sure he is. The thing is, oh, okay, obviously I was thinking about this, and this is, yeah, okay, Sean's right, because I only, I almost always play, like, racket sports. Um, mm. I played tennis in high school, 
Um, and I like did like tournaments like outside of school. Mm-hmm. And you like to hit something with something. Yes, mm-hmm. I love I love the rackets. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, this is kind of feeding into the Chinese stereotype. But like, when I was young, like nine, ten years old, I would go to China like during the summer to like play or like to stay with my family. Mm-hmm. And they would enroll me like in ping pong tournaments, oh. and uh, that was that was like like straight up like three. Well, you never play. You never play ping pong in Kyrgyzstan with us. I'm so bad right now. I'm so bad now. Like it's actually ridiculous. Because cool, like I played ping pong when I was young, right? Yeah. But then I played tennis. Oh yeah. So like the way I hit the uh, ping pong the is like is... yeah. I like I try to like add so much spin on it because like you know, mm-hmm. the tennis ball is like hella grip, right? So mm-hmm. you can do it with the racket. <laughs> but the ping pong ball is like. Smooth. So if I try to do it, I just like whack it into the air. Smooth like Sean's brain. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so but, mean, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding, Sean. I'm kidding. I think I'd actually want to like be really good at soccer. Mm. Oh, because it's just like you know, like dribbling and like. Oh yeah, it's always... like dude, like you know, you see all those like videos online where like they have that circle and they're yeah. just like like dribbling out of each other, right? And they're like. One guy gets like super confused. Yeah, I'd love to be the guy that makes him confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like scoring goals is like so like scarce, scarce, scarce. Why scarce. is it scarce? Are you trying to, dis- scarce? Trying to say discarce? Oh my god, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I must be like okay. <laughs> I must be international or something. My bad, guys. Bro, chill. <laughs> it's like really interesting though because I'm I'm terrible at soccer. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I no, I literally have never like. Do you kick the ball at the inside of your foot? No. Oh, that's bad, bro. You told Wait, yeah, you played soccer Wait, for like yeah. five years, right? Or, or more than that, right? I played soccer for 15 years. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I like try to hit on the, like, you know, like the sole or the, uh-huh. the side, but it's like, it just feels like so weird. Like, I don't like, obviously I don't like play soccer at all, mm-hmm. but it's just like, you know, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that, let's say soccer is like the world sport, obviously, right? Like World Cup, everything. It's like, True. definitely, even in the US, it's like, it's got some clout and that's in the US, right? Where it's, Got the least clout out of, like, most places. Yeah, so for me, if I had to pick a sport, I would not pick basketball because I'm short. Short king, I may add. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) I would not choose swimming either because for me, just I respect the swimmers I've met in my life, but that schedule is, like, so grueling. Oh, it is grueling. And then I would probably pick soccer just because, like, yeah. I think my exposure to it, um, played it for 15 years, it's, like, even right now, it's like I struggle to play like volleyball, basketball, and stuff because I want to use my feet, right? I want to kick the ball. <laughs> we played like epic IMs. Oh my god! The yeah. first game, I kicked the ball like four times, and then the ref told me I had to stop, even though it's technically legal. It was. Yeah, but yeah, I would pick soccer because another thing I think was valuable is that when my parents put me into soccer, it was kind of like that was their version of like piano for me. Right, it was like mm-hmm. if they're gonna force me to do something, they're gonna force me to do that because oh. piano did not stick with me, mainly because my teacher moved away after a month of teaching us. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, soccer, I would say I learned a lot of valuable lessons. For example, one of them is like when you're confronted by cocky people, or especially oh, like the patience. Yeah, or like people that you're supposed to be a team with, but they treat you really badly, like. How do you handle that, right? Also, when you go against opposition that, like, taunts you, like, all the time, right? Or, like, um, you're down 3-0 and you're about to get annihilated in a match. How do you play the rest of that match, like, without wanting to, like, th- like cry? <laughs> the person oh. out. Yeah. So that's what I think is valuable about sports. And I think it's taught me a lot in my life. But um, 
But yeah, I think, especially what you said, Sean, it's like I've had experiences with really bad teammates. Like, for here's a little story time here. Basically, me and my twin brother, we played defense for our team. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So he played sweeper, which for people who don't know in soccer, that's the last line of defense before the goalie. The center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, the defensive line and the sweepers right behind them yeah. and then the goalie. And then I played, like, left back. And then we had another guy on our team named Jeremy. He was Chinese. And they called us the Great Wall of China. <laughs> so, because, <laughs> but it was, it was a compliment because we would go several seasons where we'd only let in, like, one or two goals per season. Yeah. So wow. that's that's what wow. they called us. And then we had a Russian in the goalie. In the goalie. He was, he was very good. He was a tennis player. He had that lateral movement down. You feel mm. me? Mm. He was Russian? <clears throat> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's, that's the part you're fixating on? Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's a very nice guy. He's very handsome, too. Yeah. Anyways, but basically, uh, later on, though, there was these two twins that joined the team. And we had this one player on our team. He used to, his grandpa used to play for a national team for like Peru or Cameroon. Yeah. So, but he was like the best player on our team. He was very quiet, he was, but he was very skilled. But then two of his friends joined. Uh, I won't say their names, but they were very bad. Like mm-hmm. they were from um, Selector Club, I forgot. But one of those in soccer, you just pay to get in. So they played mm-hmm. that growing up. So they had this like really inflated ego. They were tall, fairly handsome. So, you know, they had that, and they, yeah. they both drove like, 20, 2018 Mustangs, whatever, right? Um, but basically, they came into the team, and they were just really mean to the defense. So they were so bad. They both played offense. You know, me and my brother on defense, them both on offense, right? And they would go full games without scoring a single goal. Mm-hmm. And it's because they would, like, be really bad at passing the ball. They'd always get offsides or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And then... In soccer, if the offense can't generate anything or you can't keep their defense occupied, that means the ball is always coming back to your team's side of the field, right? Mm. Which means a bad offense makes your defense's job harder because the enemy team gets more chances to attack your net, right? So there'd be games where we lose 1-0 and they would like yell and flame the whole defense. But it's like, are you kidding me? You guys generate no offense and Even if we kept them to zero goals, you guys didn't score a single goal, so we couldn't even win, right? Mm. So that happened the whole time. And then one day, I was at a soccer match, and then the parents started yelling for the those two twins to pass the ball because they had, you know, they'd gone to every game and they saw that those twins were acting really like jerks to the rest of the team, especially the defense, because they're all the parents loved the defense because all the defense we were very much like shut up and play type of guys. We were. We worked very well together, and we never, like, complained about anything. Mm. And then this game, though, I was just – those two guys just started, like, like acting all cocky towards the parents. Like, you can't tell us what to do. And then I started, you know, I'm a little five foot three Asian kid. I started yelling at the parents. I said, you can't tell them what to do. They won't listen. But they could tell it was, like, to expose them. So it was really funny because all the parents started nodding along like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they won't pass the ball. And they were like, we, we understand, Ian. We understand. And that was really awkward for them because then halftime was called. I walked over to the bench, didn't look at them. I sat on the bench. And then I didn't play another game for that team for the next two years. I permanently benched myself. So I used to be a starter. And I permanently benched myself for the next two years until I graduated high school because I was so, like like firm on my stance on that i was just like i will not play for these guys who do not like who treat their teammates like garbage you know what i mean Mm. so even after that you know how like you have an angry day and then you come back the next day and you're like super chill that's like whatever Mm -hmm. you know i mean 
whatever. Like, I felt that way. Mm. But I was like, I'm so adamant about pushing this point. I will not play another soccer game for this team. And definitely that's bad, for, you know, a lot. Because it's, like, bad for my other teammates, bad for the good teammates, bad for the coach, right? But for me, I was like, I will not play for these guys. But, yeah, for, so for me, soccer has, like, a, a bittersweet taste. Because that's how my soccer time ended in high school. It was that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But, honestly, mm. I'm pretty happy. Because I've always thought of myself as, like, you know, like a little... Like a ferocious squirrel or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what a personalization. <laughs> but like, oh, no, I took this uh, animal personality test and I got like a badger or something, you know. Mm. But they said like Napoleon was a badger. That was the personality test. And it's like, I think of myself like that. It's like, I am a, a small guy. I've been bullied in my life. But now that leaves me with this attitude where it's like, I will not take anything from anyone. You know, like... If I feel threatened, I'll defend myself, right? Mm. So that's why I feel proud of how I handled that. Or I don't, I don't feel super proud, right? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I do not regret it. Because I feel mm. like I was also standing up for my brother in that. Because my brother got the most of the flame, even though he was the one holding down the fort, like, the yeah. most. Right? So, but yeah, that was that was what I learned Aww. in my sporting career. Mm. Okay. I actually have a question mm-hmm. uh, for everyone, kind of. is like, we talk about, like, what sports we want to do, right? Uh, my question is like, what hobby would you want to do that you do right now that usually doesn't earn you money? But if you have one hobby that you can choose that can earn you a lot of money, what hobby would you want to do? Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, like something like, for me, my hobbies are like singing and like, to be honest, like playing a lot of, not, I don't play it as much anymore, but like back in like, mm. back before I came to college. From the, during the summer, I used to play a lot of, like FIFA. <laughs> oh, we know, brother. Uh, <laughs> I guess I get exposed to uh, the whole community. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, but like usually, it's a waste of time. It's because you just like you always play this, like you play the same game essentially. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. you're just yeah, playing against different yeah. people, and then if it doesn't go well, you know, mm-hmm. you start to like um, rage in a way. But, like, mm-hmm. Like I, I would enjoy it a lot more if I earned a, if I earned money. So would your like, answer be FIFA? FIFA or like singing, but I'm not good at singing. So like, bro, I don't know why you don't like have a YouTube channel for singing, bro. Are you serious? You good, bro? No, no I'm not. No, you good, bro? Dude, all, all, all singers say that. Oh, I'm not good at singing. No, I'm actually not. But then no. Okay. Have you have you heard have you heard Sam Honey sing, bro? Like, bro, Angela. comparison is bro, like the FIFA joy. joy. <laughs> I've been saying that for. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm Sean. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but Sean, like you're good at singing, and yeah, like I think objectively, not subjectively. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like you're never gonna be as good as the best singer in the world, or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I'm never gonna be good at anything I do mm-hmm. compared to like the best people in the world at doing that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like comparison is a thief of joy. It's I'm, exactly like I was just admiring him, but yeah. <laughs> 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 but like it's the process, you know what I mean? Amen. Yeah. Mm. But so your answer is FIFA. FIFA fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Very very similar answers to each other. That was a joke. Yeah, I, I was like, there's <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, I saw you play FIFA before. There's no shot. <laughs> okay. Actually, I think Ian and I are like the best FIFA players at UTD. I think he's just like really oh, good in general. That's right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. funny. So basically, Facts. Sean's been playing FIFA his whole life. But there's one day that Aaron and Sean played against Gary and I. Gary and I were both pretty much first timing FIFA, and mm-hmm. uh, Gary and I beat them. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Put the whoa, context. Whoa, whoa. Put, some, put, some, <laughs> put some context into this, okay? 
<laughs> Basically, it was me versus Sean first, right? No, it was it was me against you. Oh no no no! It was me no, against no, no. Gary first. Me against oh, no, yeah, me yeah. against Ian. It was me against Ian first. Oh, was yeah. it? It was me against Ian first, and I, be, I was beating him four zero. Right? I was like, "Easy money, Aaron. You got this." <laughs> Somehow, some way, <laughs> this guy did not know where his player was going. So it's like <laughs> we lost four to five. Uh, basically, uh, Sean couldn't put enough of a lead. So yeah. you know, Sean was given yeah, an opportunity. I'm just gonna expose myself. I did score on myself somehow, which I think is ludicrous. <laughs> how how like how that's even allowed in the like the game coding wise? Because like. Okay, Aaron, it's actually, in those type of, Sean can attest to this too, those games, it's hard to score on yourself. So, like, the way you score on yourself is, like, walking the ball into your own goal, basically. No, 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 mm-hmm. I remember, I was, like, the goalie, and I, like, tried to pass it, but then, like, one of the AIs just, like, stood right in front of it and just kicked it, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Sean's <laughs> shaking his head right now. No, we, I, I actually played, like, I actually played FIFA last week, like, two, like 2v2 FIFA last week. And they never played at all, and they're like ten times better than you, like a million. Hey, why you gotta do my boy? A million like times. Better. I don't even need to. Sorry, say I don't. I just tell the don't play the whole game. Let's just be honest. You and Aaron were the team, so were they better than Aaron or better than you? That's true, Sean. Mm-hmm. You know, I literally have never. <laughs> <heard> <laughs> <of that>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean's Sean's good. That was that was a very funny day. <laughs> anyway, hey, wait, wait. I'm, I'm better at two K though. I'm better at two K though. <laughs> Actually, you're good at two K. You're not good at two K. Two K. Not, oh, we want 2K. No, it's because it's, but that's because it's you were just as bad. Abused Curry. Yeah, you were just as bad. No, no, I, I was, I was really no, bad. Me, no, me, someone, someone he abused. was abusing. Gary was abusing. Curry. No, I couldn't defend in 2K. I couldn't because me and Gary, Gary were versing each other because like me and Gary played 2K a lot too. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I just knew how to shoot the ball. You know, COVID days, 2K and bro, FIFA is game over. 2K20, bro. It was game over. It was game over. Hop on at 7 p.m. Wait, okay. This is a side tangent, but do you guys? Okay, do the games change that much every year? No. no, 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 no. Okay, I can testify to this. I hate, I, okay, I, like, not like, like, if you play sports games, like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, uh-huh. you can't tell me that you're paying for, like, literally the same game and always the argument's like, oh, but there are different players. Congratulations, they just made different numbers. No, it's a scam. It's a scam. It's, it's a, a scam. scam. It's a scam. Yeah. But you still play it. Like, they know. They know like, people the will servers still play are gonna, And I'm one of those people. But the old game set down, you know, so, mm-hmm. like... It's actually pretty genius, yeah. It forces people to buy the new one. Exactly. Yo, yeah. EA got you, like, twiddle around their thumb. Yeah, they did. Like, actually. Yeah. Well, that's that's EA for you. That's EA, though. Electronic <laughs> arts sports. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways. Aaron, if you had to pick a hobby or something you enjoy... Oh, I mean, I'm curious about your... Yeah, I'm yeah. curious. Okay, like... Mm, that's kind of interesting, though. Because, like, yeah, well, yeah you we can, pick, can always do you games. You anything. But, like, that's, like... You can mm-hmm. always do gaming on the side. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the enjoyment. I don't need to do it to the point where like it makes me money because wow. I feel like I would actually kind of hate it mm-hmm. but hmm if I like actually was able to I'd actually like choose writing mm. oh his dream journal <laughs> his dream journal go what crazy. kind of writing Aaron? probably not like non-fictional or help like that it'd probably mm-hmm. be fictional like stories mm-hmm. like fantasy stuff like that mm-hmm you know, like, just, like, the thought, you know, like, a lot of, like, big-time writers, they have, like, a cabin in the woods that, like, outlooks, like, a whole forest slash mountain, mm-hmm. and they have, like, you know, the cabin, like, with a cup, like, with a cup of coffee and, like, smooth oh. jazz playing in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining that. It's pretty nice. Also, um, for those who have read it, uh, I, have a, I have a dream journal, so, you know. Yeah. Mm. So, he introduced it to our mission trip people <laughs> the first time, and then <laughs> recently he introduced it to, like, like we, after our worship night, he introduced it to like Emily, like 
Trina and like Raina, and they couldn't stop laughing for like okay, hours. Okay. I'll, I'll give some context for this. I won't. I won't expose the stories, but if you ever like see me in person, Ask and him. you want to, and you want to see it, it's kind of juicy. It's like I don't even think Gary and Ian have written. Um, I read it. Um, it's like I've, Wattpad Premium. I've never read your dream journal. I've never read it's like, either. It's like it's okay. It's like not fanfic, but it's like kind of. <laughs> it's fanfic. <laughs> that was literally fanfic. Oh. No, but it's a dream though. So like I didn't like. Like just okay. like procure it out of like Can't think of what like no, no, people no. you know in your life. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Yo, you, you, <laughs> you'll just have to ask. You'll just have to ask me. Yeah, you gotta, and, you gotta, and you gotta, I'll show you. I'll show you. But I'm not gonna like say. Bro, it. I ain't reading unless there's a chapter about Gary and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go. <laughs> but essentially, I've had this dream journal since like seventh grade, maybe like ninth grade, like start of high school, where. If I have, like, any, like, really, like, one-scene dreams, like, it doesn't, like, hop all over the place, I'll, like, write it down the moment I wake up. Yeah. And, like, the way I write it, I like to think I'm pretty good at using, like, for, like, describing things and, like, just, like, having imagery. Because, mm-hmm. like, reading back some of those, like, stories, I'm, like, I still remember how they look like. Mm-hmm. But I'm not very good at drawing, so too bad I can never, uh, never could draw them. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I've, like... I have like nine in the bag right now, mm-hmm. and like they're like the juicy ones. Mm-hmm. The juicy ones. I mean, mm. if you ever do ask me to show you Aaron, the why one, why you describe it like that, bro? If you show me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that weird. But the way you're describing no, it makes it sound weird. It is kind of weird. It is weird. The story is weird. Oh it is a little. It's weird. literally Wattpad Premium, bro. Mm, I see. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe like so ten people have read it. Uh, as of this like currently so if you ever want to read some <laughs> an interesting story like an interesting dream you know just hit me up but yeah i'm down i think i like to do writing okay i think it's fun right that's a pretty interesting no, actually it's really interesting to see people's reactions to like your dream journal i can tell like who actually like reads these kind of stories before <laughs> like mm. like reads these kind of fanfics <laughs> whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say any names but like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna say any names. Like, He's talking about himself. No, no, it's not me. When I saw it, I was just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like, this is this is like I've been called like a hopeless romantic now yeah. because of it. Mm. So if that gives any context to it. But it's vivid. It's very vivid. <laughs> it's very. No, it's just very descriptive. Yeah, it's very, very descriptive. descriptive. It has very like. I want to say iconic imagery. It has very descriptive imagery as well. Mm. Like if you want to know, like learn how to like kiss someone, go go to. Um, Aaron's journal. <laughs> oh, oh, really? What? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's got oh, you. Boy. You're like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. I'm not saying it's false, but like, calm oh, down. His, his dreams make my dreams look really dumb. Like, his dreams are like... Are you sure it's his dreams that do that? No, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> God, you made it so easy, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> Wait, okay, so what about your dreams do you think make it dumb? Or just simple, or what? No, they're not simple. They're like. Or do you think there's oh, just like, like a, I know what Conrad is like. People has is like all over the place. Yeah, they're yeah. like. Like, there's no like plot or like story. Okay, it. for me, most of my dreams are actually like with people that I surrounded myself with that week, or like uh-huh. if I if I hang out with this person a lot, they're in my dream a lot mm-hmm. throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But like some dreams that one dream that I had was like when I was a kid, and <laughs> uh, it was like we were in like it was like in a. I'm I'm uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I was like, there's like a there's like a guy with like a 
spear and like trying to fight me or something and like i was trying to protect my sister trying to protect my sister but they spear me they spear me on my my nipple and i woke up and i realized i had an inverted nipple i was born with an inverted nipple (laughs) time so that's one of my that's my dream you know Mm. what i'm saying that's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. That was also more descriptive than I'd wish for. But, <laughs> I, I think you got a talent for it, brother. Thank you. Should I put like a trigger warning on the description? Like, trigger warning. Um, it's, it's just interesting that you said that, but let's just move on and <laughs> try to forget about this. Yeah, let's move on. Wait, okay, things, things about like... Let's move on from Sean's yeah. and nipple. Yeah, like, I just regret saying that right now, but speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of regrets, we're speaking of regret and hurt. Um, what is something that you guys experience in your life that you like really regret and you wish you can go back to it and change it or like you've been hurt more than like not just physically but like hurt because like i actually did this with someone we did like we're not really strangers one time i saw this question like what what, what is the time like you've been hurt the most not physically in a way but what's something that you regret or you've been hurt in the past if you would like to share in a way because it's our last episode, guys. So it's just you know, gotta, gotta be, gotta be vulnerable. Wow. Last episode of the season. Yeah. Last episode ever. Tbh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're never gonna hear the yeah. interesting intros <laughs> anymore. I can start it off if you want. Like, yeah, go to give us some time to think. Yeah. So other than the fact that the dream I just said, I regret saying now. Um, <laughs> that yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> All these other ones are chump change compared to that. Ah, uh, I think something I've been regretting. Especially this past two years, especially since I've been in UTD, was not talking to my Maryland friends more. I think because I had a group of, uh, I have a group of nine guys, who seven, eight, nine around there, um, that like have been friends with me since third grade, you know, third grade at church, and some of them even kindergarten, pre-K, even earlier, but. Uh, Ever since I came here and moved, like ever since I've been in Epic and ever since I've been in like worship team and stuff like that, I never I had the time technically to talk to them, but instead of like using that time to talk to them, <laughs> I use it just to take naps <laughs> or or just go out with other people around here. And then mm-hmm. every once in a while, like one of my Maryland friends texts me like, "Oh, how have you been? Like, where's the like? Why aren't you reaching out? Stuff like that." But for me, they they've done so much for me, like. Specifically, if, when I first moved here, moved to Texas in like middle school, yeah, eighth grade and middle school, I had no friends here. It was like a new, completely different environment from like a complete Asian environment in Maryland to a complete like his like really racist like demographic for me because they were like really racist to me for like two to three years because there's barely any Asians in our in my school, so they always call me like. Ching Chong and stuff like that, like the good old, good old Kim Jong Un type, usual type B. Mm. Yeah, dude. why are you laughing, bro? Bro, because you I'm, laughing, bro. I'm pouring my heart out, bro. No way you pull out the Kim Jong Un, bro. They call me that, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then at the time I didn't have like my like my dad was somewhere else and he mm-hmm. he wasn't with me for four years, five years, and I, I had like a lot of anger towards him, so it's like with all those things that were going on in my life, I was like really depressed for like three to four years. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that kept me going was those group of friends. Even though they like, didn't necessarily was like my therapist or anything like that, they were just like- Like the boys. Yeah, they're just there, they're just there. They're just the boys. Like if I had someone to talk to, it was them. 
if I someone to joke around with is them. If I someone to like be completely myself with no filter is them. Like those guys were my boys, but I'm even though I'm not doing it on purpose, it's like I'm not acting like they're my boys. Mm-hmm. Like, but they are in a way. Mm-hmm. And I know recently I've been having a tough time like scheduling things with them. I'm always like, hey, let's FaceTime this week, and it never happens. And then they're like, what, what, what the bones happened? But I was like, oh shit, I had something to do, but. In all reality, I could have just prioritized the other thing I had to do later because I already prioritized with them first. Mm-hmm. And I think also it was because like I thought for a bit like my some of my friends were like bad influences mm-hmm. in a way, even though they're like my best friend. They're like I thought for some bit of time I had to distance myself from them. But I learned as I was going, I was like loving them more and just like even like even calling them out, even if they don't listen to me, like putting my hundred percent effort into like. Take, like be there for them even through the difficult times I should have done that instead of like judging them in advance and just leaving so hopefully now I'm able to reach out to my Maryland friends more miss y'all but yeah that's something I regret and still regret to this day right now but yeah thank you for sharing Sean. Th- yeah, thanks for sharing of course of course do any of them listen to this podcast no thank god <laughs> <laughs> What? My friends are like those kind of like kind of friends that like five minutes into the podcast they fall asleep kind of people. They don't listen to podcasts. Mm, I can relate to them. <laughs> you know, there's like people here that are like, oh my god, remember when you talked about this part of the podcast? I'm like, what? <laughs> Yo, wait, actually, straight up. Even, I, even I don't remember that. Like, respect to those people. Though. Respect to those people. That's crazy. Well, I'm the one who has to listen to the audio and like make some like audio changes, and even I don't like remember some of the parts. Exactly. But yeah. Is there anything you all regret or feel like hurt from? Mm, for me, I I used to think like <clears throat> there's like nothing to regret, right? Or it's like, you know, everything in my life has led to this point. Or even the bad things taught me a lesson, right? Mm. But since then, I've changed my thinking. For example, I think mm. there's no way to like justify a bad relationship by saying, well, at least I learned something from it. It's like, no. In reality, it's like you and the other person did not need to learn the lesson you did by hurting each other, right? It's like that was avoidable, right? So it's like, in my opinion, that changed. But also it's like, I guess recently in my life, I've become, not recently, I guess over the last, it's been gradual for the last like three years. But it's like becoming more aware of your situation. For example, the thing I regret is saying insensitive stuff that, as in, like, if you look at the context of my life, it looks completely rude and insensitive. And I'll, I'll give some examples. For example, I think, or it's, like, financially or, like, comfortability-wise, I had a very good upbringing, right? Or it's, like, even in high school when I would, like, uh, like buy a new jacket or, like, buy a new pair of shoes, it's, like, it didn't even hit me back then, like, when you like flex it or like show it off it's like there are such a wide variety of people that like some people can't afford that right or like stuff like that or even like the fact that we're sitting here recording this podcast and that we can afford to pay five dollars a month to keep it going or we could afford (laughs) each each of us spending like 20 bucks like by the equipment or it's like it's pretty sobering to know like there's just people out there that can't do that right and even like going to like fogo last week right it was like it was good experience and everything and it was, it was a good occasion too, but it's like, it's very nice or 
I don't know. It's like a huge wave of like regret, but also like gratefulness that hits you when it's like, wow, God really blessed my life. You know, it's like, it's not only like I wasn't sensitive about those type of things because I had never been exposed to it. Right. Or it's like, even when my family went through like financially hard times, my parents didn't expose my brother and I to it. Right. So it's like just reflecting now, because I think at UTD, I'm very grateful that I have gotten to meet a very wide variety of people, right? Like I meet people in my ATEC class that are parents, but they're like going back to college because this is their chance to like get a degree, right? And I'm just sitting here like respect, you know what I mean? It's like, I didn't have to go through that, but it's also like people who, I don't know, their ceiling caves in. And yeah. <laughs> like your ceiling caves in, Sean? Yeah. yeah. But like, like their, their PC gets ruined, but then all of a sudden they're like, absolutely screwed because that was like the only thing they could afford mm. right it's like that's just you know some examples of my experiences but it's like it's pretty nuts because you just growing like the last three years i've just really realized like i'm so unaware and i think a lot of people are right it's like when i go to other colleges like a and m <laughs> and talk to the people there i'm just like wow a lot of these people like not everyone but a lot of these people just do not know like the context of people like not here where it's like I can tell they just don't think about those people whereas at UTD it's like there's a lot of people who commute to college or like pay for their own college or like um you know all that stuff you get you guys meet them too right and it's like that's something I'm very grateful that I got like I ended up going to UTD right it's like it wasn't my first choice in that whole college application process but looking back on it it's like I would be such a different person if I didn't come here and yeah, so just to reiterate on the question, but it's like my one regret is definitely like I wish I could have known how like insensitive some things I've said in the past were without having to like, you know, realize it later and be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I said that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my regret. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like uh, I think also for me, like I, there's not a lot of regrets I have in my life, but if there's one thing. I'd probably say, like, not exploring my passions or trying to explore new passions when I was, like, younger. Mm -hmm. Um, Because whenever people ask me the question, like, hey, what are you passionate about? Or, like, what are your hobbies? Like, (laughs) I asked you that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I honestly don't know what to say. I don't think Mm -hmm. I'm, like, like, there are, of course, things that I'm, like, a little bit passionate about, but I don't, there's not, like, one, like, thing where I could pinpoint where, like, you know, whenever, like, someone brings it up, I'm, like, super into mm-hmm. it or whatever mm-hmm. like i know like for example like ian like in your drawing or like people that are like um really into film or photography mm-hmm. or like people that you know a- are able to like express be like expressive like um in ways like through writing or dancing or mm-hmm. um, music or whatever like to be fair as a kid i think i explored some of it but um I, I just wish, like, I would take this step and, like, uh, be able to, like, explore those things. I think also another thing, though, was, like, as a kid, I was, like, very afraid and, like, fearful to try new things as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that was another thing that, like, stopped me from trying to exploring um, my potential passions. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, like, because, like, people say it all the time, like, if you're passionate about something like that, that is like hot, right? That yeah. that's like very, <laughs> as Aaron would say, you know. Oh, like uh, that was like one of our episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Passion is hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
something like you know I could of course like try to change now but I guess like I don't know I for me it would be nice to have that like one thing that I was like super passionate about but mm-hmm. yeah yeah to that Gary I'd say no I think that's very interesting because I think for the podcast listeners I asked that Gary that question verbatim like two months ago three months ago mm-hmm. yeah and Gary gave you a very funny or like it was kind of an answer he you know you just <laughs> you can guess his answer based on what he just said but there wasn't really anything specific that he uh-huh. was like super passionate about but for that I'll say like I definitely agree Gary it's like what I found is, okay for example the emergence of AI art right mm. the emergence of AI art has had me re-elaborate and like redefine what does art mean to me right it's like in reality, AR, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a definitely a threat to artists, right? There's people who make money off art, et cetera, right? But for me, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not the final product that mattered, right? I have never created something that's equal to like the concept artists of like Riot Games or all the other game companies or Disney, right? But for me, it's like the process of making it and being able to look at something at the end and be proud that you made it. That was what I grew to appreciate. So, mm. but I totally agree. It's like, that is, for me, I feel like just, to not get lost in the just monotony mm-hmm. of like nine to five work life and stuff like that. Just the grind of working till retirement. And I, I understand there are people out there who can't explore those options because they're more limited and they just have to put food on the table, right? And I respect to those people. But mm-hmm. for most people, it's like, I, I think they should, everyone should try finding something that gives them life right mm. whether that's like singing for sean like i think sean you should totally pursue something like that like on because even like making singing content too it's like low barrier of entry compared to other stuff you know what True, I mean? yeah. mm-hmm. um but yeah stuff like that so for example i had this i had this friend his name is Caden. but basically at the beginning of my college career i started hanging out with him a lot more and then i started creating this like new project that's been going on for like three years but in that project it needed writing so originally i wrote but i'm not much of a writer and then but then eventually caden joined in caden's dyslexic and he's never written in his life but then he started writing more and more and more he'd write like five thousand words a day eight thousand words a day twelve thousand words a day i'm not even exaggerating with these numbers and he would do that and at first it was like you know kind of bad not bad bad but like the grammar (laughs) stuff like that right the method of storytelling but then he just kept writing and kept sticking with it because he was really passionate about it. And now, uh, so I was a section, section leader in high school. So I was a senior when he was a freshman. So now I'm a junior in college, about to be a senior, and he's a senior in high school, about to go into college. And he's about to pursue uh, being an author. That's what wow. he wants to pursue for his career. So for me, it's like, when I let him in on my project, that is not what I intended at all, <laughs> right? But what I learned from that though, is that there are so many people just everybody that like they count themselves out of these certain things like writing for example even when you're like dyslexic right it's like Mm -hmm. count himself out but then all of a sudden someone was able or in this case me right i was able to give him that window to be creative and i was able to just give him that foundation because for me it's like setting that foundation is pretty easy i've been doing it my whole life but doing that for someone else who's not used to doing it and then from there they can springboard off that and just go flying right it's Mm -hmm. like that is to this day, like one of my most proudest moments, like of the last couple of years, yeah. like being able to wow. na- enable someone like that. Whoa. So, but for that Gary, I would say, I wouldn't see it as too big of a regret. I would say, or even oh. a regret at all. I would say mm. 
it's like you you noticed it and you pinpointed it right mm-hmm. and the way I describe like someone asked me oh you haven't seen any Studio Ghibli movies and I'm like no I haven't and I wish I did but mm-hmm. I know I can look forward to seeing them because I haven't mm-hmm. seen them yet True. the same thing with like hobbies or opportunities it's like <laughs> it don't matter bro you're not like 80 years old you know what I mean <laughs> you got you got plenty of time plenty of youth uh-huh. um to pursue these things yeah mm-hmm. so i would say don't feel discouraged about that gary <laughs> thank you ian mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything you would try to pursue now uh that's a good question like oh this seems fun and then, you know, you just, just go for it bro. just go for it just go for, <laughs> it, go for it you know it's like man I actually, so just go for it Dude, time is limited, bro. Just go for it. <laughs> just do whatever you want. So surely there's something in, you know, I mean, in the back of your brain, you know? Well, it was just like a random thought, but like, again, like like photography or something like there that. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. I'll see you with that Canon camera like <laughs> a month later. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You'll never know how good it is and how fun it is until you actually try it. So I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. I yeah, think photography is... Yeah like really fun for like most people yeah Yeah. and i'll say like as someone who's pursued many things and dropped many things right it's like there's always a big hurdle when getting into something it's like Mm -hmm. when you're getting into it it's like oh my goodness everything i'm creating it's like wow i love creating it's it looks cool but then there's the barrier where it's like it's not good enough or it's like Mm -hmm. i wish it would be to this level already but to be honest it's like that's just natural right and you don't have to push through it with everything but the stuff that you really want to push through, it's it's worth pushing through it. And also, it's good to be aware that that hurdle is there. This way, it doesn't just rock your boat when you when you hit it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like I've been drawing my whole life. I would say it was only like last year I think that I was happy with the way I drew. We're like happy mm. to a point where it's like. Actually, I think it was more of a mindset change than the actual quality of art, but it takes time. Yeah. Mm. Wow. How about you, Aaron? I think for for me, it's more like on the relational side of things, and kind of like what Ian said. I don't think there's anything like I regret in like mm-hmm. like the artist sense. It's like all the moments that I've like led up to this point has like defined my life, and honestly, like I wouldn't change anything, right? But like being realistic. Um, one thing I do kind of regret is like my relationship with my family. Like oh. we're not the closest, mm-hmm. right? Like in uh, especially like my siblings and I. Um, like for context, I have one older brother and one older sister that are like essentially three and four years older than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's like a little interesting was everyone's like. Oh, like you know you're just talking about your family it's like oh yeah my brother's doing this and they're like you have a brother or like you have siblings mm-hmm. i'm like yeah they're like oh you kind of give only like only child vibes mm-hmm. and i also like i agree with that but i think it's because of like how i was like raised with like the relationships with my especially my siblings i think everyone has like a relationship with their mom and dad mm-hmm. even if it's like good or bad it's like it's there uh-huh. um it's like a lot easier to improve like a bad relationship to a good one versus like having almost nothing mm. so and I, I honestly have no idea like what changed because i remember like when i was younger you know i like play Yu-Gi-Oh with my my brother yeah. literally like on the pool table with our <laughs> jank setup 
and we would like have no like absolutely no idea what we're doing but i think it's just like as we got older we kind of like just like drifted apart and this was also like evident for my sister and i mm-hmm. we kind of just like all went into like our own different routes mm-hmm. and we never really interacted with each other a lot and even like now we're like chill mm-hmm. which is like this is like we're all like you know in college and university and doing like med school and dental school so it's like understandable we just have a lot of a lot on our plate right now but like now i'm thinking about like oh what about like the future when you know like one of us has a wedding like we're getting married or like even in like the really far future when there might be like a death in the family and like Mm -hmm. we're not really united as siblings Mm -hmm. because like when our parents are gone are are we gonna even like talk to each other or anything like that Mm -hmm. so that's like probably like one of my not like regrets regrets but it's kind of like i wish i like the relationship that my siblings and i had were like a lot closer even just like starting out in like our teens because that definitely you know would have carried it into like adulthood and i'm not gonna lie you see like a lot of other you see like those siblings who are like really close to each other right mm-hmm. and they're like mm-hmm. You know, they could range for like one year apart, but also like even like five, six years apart uh-huh. is like crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the one of the like bigger regrets for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because now it's been what a year and a half since not a year and a half, like even two, three months since our podcast like first got released. And I remember like this past week, I looked at my like. It was my birthday, right? So I looked at my Instagram, mm-hmm. and, like, it shows, like, there was, like, a section on the Instagram story where it's, like, memories. Mm-hmm. And I clicked the memories, and um, the first thing that came up was actually our CG hangout when it was my birthday, when we went to Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember that whole week, and then, like, the weeks after that for me was really, like, a down, terrible time for me, at least. And it was, like, tough. And reflecting on that back then and like seeing how much we all have grown now i have no regrets that we went through that in a way and it's yeah it's just it's just wild reflecting on that now and it's like i think i forgot if you said this but like like getting into something and like coming out and like saying you learn from it yeah so that's the only way to not regret it mm-hmm. i think it was more for me than just like learning from it mm-hmm. like i learned like to take care of myself more and learn to like I think there's so many things you can it's not like just learning it's just like you growing in character you like mm-hmm. doing this and that it's just like and either way let's say like you had a conflict with someone and that was like the reason like why you left that person was still special to you somehow some way and that in itself was already good enough but like it's crazy guys we, we come this far I don't know how like <laughs> it's crazy how like a 6 a.m. for a 5 a.m. talk was the reason why we created this podcast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, who knew that one talk oh would straddles down to be like, hey, guys, you want to record this week? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And all four DJs just had, <laughs> we're just on the same wavelength. You know, if just one of us said no, this could have, uh... Yeah, this never would have happened. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I reflect the, the podcast, and it's like, I remember, okay, regardless of the quality of the podcast, because that's completely subjective. <laughs> like, if, you, <laughs> if the listeners think we got better or not or whatever... But just thinking back at the how uncomfortable we were mm-hmm. when we first did it, especially like Gary. I remember 
Gary oh, was yeah, super, super <laughs> to me. <laughs> but like seeing that and then comparing it to like now, it's like, wow. It's like, it's, you know, we might have some middling success when it comes to like coming up with topics and stuff, but <laughs> in terms of like just being comfortable in front of a mic and everything, it's like, we at least did that. We're, we're definitely comfortable with that now. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's crazy <laughs> how we talked about like buying these mics for like $20 each and then what this table that we have now is like Aaron yeah. bought us for 10 like for $10. Super get us. I bought it on if, Facebook if Marketplace. You, yeah, if, <laughs> we, was... if we take a picture of it and you see us you're like this is not a podcast. It's just like this <laughs> We have like a very <laughs> jank like pop show that we have that Okay, first of all, these are USB mics, so sound quality wise, <laughs> not the best. Oh yeah, what's the best? Actually, that's a bad question to ask, right? <laughs> oh, Dude, I remember I made the feedback po- like podcast feedback form for mm-hmm. people, and like people actually wrote on it. Like two to three people actually wrote on it. Mm-hmm. And I for- uh, at first I was like, oh yeah, I really wanted to make this so like I can actually see the feedback. In all reality, it was like for me, it was like people pleasing. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. everything they say to me, we we gotta do. So when people someone says sound quality, I'm like. How the bones do we change? <laughs> like, we, we do not have the, we do not the have money, the yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or nor do we like really want to, because this is not really like you know like something we're gonna monetize or anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, like, when did we? When was the idea for it though? It was. Did it fall? Like, it was during. No, it was like January, or February. Yeah, it was, it was like, definitely spring semester. Wow. I think it was like we were. We all were talking about something a little deep, and then. Yeah. And then I had the idea, I was like, imagine if we recorded this and made a podcast. Yeah, exactly. And then we were, exactly. I was like, and for me, I was like wanting to make a podcast with some other friends too. I was just like, but they would never do it. So mm-hmm. I was just, it was my Maryland friends actually. So I was just like, <laughs> how are you going to do that? You're bro, actually going to do that on bro, Discord. Bro, you lucky they don't <laughs> listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I was like. Yeah, I feel like the idea for like a podcast for like all groups of friends is like always like, oh, we should make a podcast, but it never comes out. It's one of those ideas where you always sure, talk about it. For sure. But it yeah. never becomes like reality so this is kind of yeah it's like, kind of weird i think we've definitely had a learning curve everything from like passengers and uh-huh <laughs> uh, I great, passengers. great guest by the way but not the best topic right yeah. it's like we've learned like because mm-hmm. you know I, I did some research before today's episode and apparently doing book reviews and movie reviews is really good so we did it wrong <laughs> 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 but it's like definitely uh Sean paid the most attention to like our views and stuff at the beginning, but I know all of us at least cared a little bit about it. Yeah, right? I, mean, I did. Yeah. So it's sure. like, but from that all the way to now, it's like truly now it's just a passion project, right? Oh, mm. it's like yeah, we record it not because we know people are gonna listen. It's just because like we want to do it or like we want to like make sure we hit at least four episodes per semester or something or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's cool. It's it's truly become like a passion project and for me. So like. In the winter, I created this presentation because one of my family friends, she's like a art professor, but my parents wanted me to give her a presentation of like stuff I've been up to, and I threw the four x four podcast into it because it was one of the like passion projects, right? Mm. And it's it's really cool because it's like that was for me like where the four x four is great passion project for me, but it was also occurred to me as like for you guys, like what Gary said, it's like I'm happy that this is an activity for all of us. Yeah, yeah especially sure. one that for we can sure. share. And it, like, if you actually think about it, like, in like with the idea of coming up and stuff like that, it sounds like kind of stupid to be honest. Because like, we're <laughs> college students, our schedules are weird, and like, the mics that we were using were really jank, and like, 
Like, there's like so many things that can like. Yeah, there's like so many things that can like stop us. And like, what would people say about? Like for me, it's something I struggle with. Like, what would people say about it? And like, and to be honest, like the description I wrote for the podcast was actually just like, so you guys can relate or like talk to us about like the DJ talks that we have every single time we have in this podcast. But in all reality, it was like. Oh yeah, I get to enjoy talking with y'all, but then afterwards, I do I do care about the views, I do care about the opinions that people give me, but it's crazy how like you have all these worries coming into something that's like really brand new, or yeah. like a like a passion project or whatever it is, mm-hmm. something that you really want to do, but like you're kind of stopping yourself from doing it, kind of in a way, or like yeah. because this idea happened, and we took a, like a month or two to like actually start doing it, right? Mm-hmm. But also because we were waiting for the equipment as well to come mm-hmm. by. <laughs> and a logo. Yeah. I, I, I procrastinate on yeah. that. <laughs> but you'll never know, like, how much you enjoy, how much, like, it will, like, even if it went bad, like, I still wouldn't yeah. regret it for a second. Mm, yeah. And I think just, like, going for it was just, like, such a big thing for me. And now it's, like, it helps, it helps me, like, not be as people-pleasing anymore. And, like, mm-hmm. I generally enjoy, like people coming up to me mm. and like I enjoy this part of the topic and yeah. like, they started talking like they actually started talking to me about mm. it I'm like how the bones do you know that I don't remember yeah. talking about that this man's got short term memory out here <laughs> let's be honest I think most of us forget what we talk about <laughs> even like I have like I have like some friends like one one friend or two like that we listen to the podcast together I think you do that with like your friends as well like back in the time yeah sometimes mm-hmm. yeah exactly so, or like, at least they'll listen and talk yeah. to me about it yeah. yeah it's like those things are just like that's what makes it so worth it now mm-hmm. and yeah although we're scuffed although like our podcast vibes are so different every now and then it's like rather it's like really serious or like we're like um really uh we're not goofy bro uh, stop goofy. Stop we're all serious. you should have seen the first 20 serious. minutes before we stop recording and then actually start yeah, we got that, we got some uh, we got some audio files in the archive yeah. <laughs> that are, that are coming out but you'll never know what it will be like if you don't try it so i just like that's, i think that's something i learned mm. from everything here yeah if well sean for that like well, I'm happy to hear you say that because yeah. it's like one thing I've learned is like when pursuing something that you care about, especially something creative, because for any like even creatives pursuing something creative, it's it's like a risk or it's like someone something so complex too. Or it's yeah, it's nerve wracking to like care what people might think about it, right? And it's truly though like some opinions matter for sure, but a lot of opinions do not. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's most important to pursue something you're passionate about, be able to put time effort and just heart into it and then people who don't get that just don't get that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's not your job to force it on them or Mm -hmm. make them understand at that point it's like that's just not your audience and i've learned like for me sharing my stuff it's like there's just some people are just it's not their thing my brother for example right (laughs) so it's like instead though instead of getting discouraged about it it's like no it's still something you can be proud about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's still something that some people out there probably do care about it right and if not if they're, they're not interested in the topic they're yeah. at least interested in the passion mm. so yeah so yeah well that's it that was our final episode how long have we gone for now uh, around an hour yeah, good old Ooh. usual hour okay wait, wait wait i did this last time one like final add-in question this one though you know, if you're bored of the podcast, you can leave or whatever, right? But this is the time capsule moment like oh. that we did at the end of last podcast too, right? But time capsule. I forgot what I said last season as the last time capsule mm-hmm. thing, but that doesn't matter. We can come up with a new question. So I remember what you said. I think it was uh-huh. like, what's something, oh, it's like something what you would say like 
Tears oh, to Future Self. Yeah, something like Shoot, that. Shoot, we should have listened to our... Bruh. Oh, is that what you're going to say? No, 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 no. We should have listened to what we said oh, last year. Oh, my God. We, we are those Future Selves right now. Yeah. We, literally. That's true. It literally has been a whole year. Shoot, that would have been such a good way to... I think I remember what mine was, but if, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I think I remember a little bit of mine. Mine, yeah. Here, wait, wait. Let's just do a different question, as in instead of just trying to piece together what we yeah. said back then. Okay. okay. Maybe... Actually, yeah, just something... You are happy about from this year, right? And also something you're a little sad about from this year. And what do you hope for in the future? And it doesn't matter how long we run with this. No. But we got 17 minutes or the, the call is about to die. Oh my goodness. Okay, go, go, go. Seven? Teen. Seventeen. Okay, let's speed run this. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't bring my my charger. No, so something I, something I'm happy about, something I'm sad about. Happy, sad, and looking forward, or not, or something you are looking forward to in the future. Okay, cool. Um, something that I'm sad about is or doesn't even have to be sad. It could just be like oh, not so happy. happy about. Yeah. yeah, I'm not so I'm not the most happiest about. Still, is I still struggle a lot with loving myself in a way, and like. And it's always gonna be a work in progress till the end, mm-hmm. like till you like even like when you're adult or mm-hmm. grand, like your grandpa, grandma, or some stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like working on myself, loving myself, and like, it's like, I it's like the thing about that is usually these struggles I always deal with, is like I always bring myself down for it usually before, but the thing that's so good now these days is like, I learned that like. No matter what, you're going to be struggling through things. And if you aren't struggling, you're lying to yourself right now. Um, but do those struggles like last year, the struggles I had last year, and the struggles I had this year are completely different. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, they also, like, maybe this these struggles are worse than last year's, right? Mm-hmm. For me this year, the one thing I enjoy is, like, rejoicing in those struggles in a way. I learned a lot, like... How I'm growing from them right now. How I can handle them. If I was in the position last year and I had these struggles, I would not be able to deal with it as mm-hmm. much as I am right now. Yeah. And although it's like it's very hard to like like trust yourself to go through those, and like you really doubt yourself sometimes. Like just being able to, I don't know. Like first, you have a community. We have a community here, right? and then we can seek help for it if you ever need it. But also, it's like it's okay to be like bad like down bad sometimes like really sad really mad at yourself like down in the dumps yeah it's okay to be weak is what i'm saying because you mm. you admitting that you're weak makes you stronger i think you're strong mm. that you're admitting that you're weak the humility thing that we talked about i think that's something that i've been learning a lot from and mm-hmm. thankfully i learned that from not only myself but from other people around me so yeah, I think everyone is so beautiful in their own way. And I think that's something I learned this past year. Mm-hmm. And looking back at probably what I said from before was that. Was like, what can I grow from from last year in a way? And what I grew from was my love for people has grown stronger and my love for myself has grown stronger, even though I still struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And just go for it. Like, even if you're struggling, just go for it. Like, you'll get through those struggles eventually. And you're going to have new struggles right afterwards. Like, it's never going to stop. Mm-hmm. But how can you handle it? And how strong can you be when you handle it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's me. At least. That was speedrun, I think. No. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no, good speedrun. Good speedrun. Good speedrun. Good speedrun.
Hmm. What was the question again? <laughs> Something that you are happy with this year. <laughs> happy with this year, not so happy with this year, and what are you thinking about in the future? Okay, you want to go with next? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean... <laughs> okay, so something I'm happy with, uh, I would say, like, I don't know, just, like, <laughs> it's generic and say, like, character growth, but honestly, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, one of the biggest things I've been learning is, like, the art of not caring about certain yeah. things. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, because if you don't care, you can't overthink, and, you know... <laughs> That's bad. Oh no, I've gotten the air mentality now. <laughs> but uh you are his baby. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, yeah, I think like there's also like growth and confidence as well, like um just being able to like like knowing how to define myself more or knowing who I am more. I know that's like very vague, but I feel like I definitely like experienced that. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I'm sad about, um, I guess it would be, like, uh, I, like, becoming more an adult, I felt like, I guess, in terms of, like, um, just, like, having, like, a set schedule or, like, being super disciplined mm-hmm. in, like, school, um, I felt like I haven't done the best job at that, I'm still working on that, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just like um it's crazy that like these two years, even though it's like two years up till I graduate, like that's not a lot of time and then uh-huh. I'm just like thrown into the adult world and I'm kinda scared, but so like prepping myself for that I feel like um I need to do a little bit better job of that. But mm. yeah. Hey scary. Wow. I think for, honestly, the happy thing was hearing Gary say that, the, the, <laughs> not the knock, <laughs> but <laughs> Are you, you got some high highs in life, did you like <laughs> I think, okay, um, one thing I'm kind of happy about is, uh, compared to at least like last year, I feel like the way I derived like my happiness or like my joy was like really kind of like fun though a little bit mm. or like I feel like I, I like I struggled with like some like instances of like FOMO which I actually don't think is very good mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the joy was like oh how like people um perceive me and stuff like that it wasn't really ever like self-derived and so, like, but I think, like, for this year, I've always, I feel like I, I like, you know, just become, like, a lot more joyful in life. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know when I pin, like, in, like, pinpoint, like, where it changed. But, you know, mm-hmm. I just genuinely have taken things, like, a lot less seriously, which kind of, like, it's a little bit like Gary, like, not caring. <laughs> but, like, in a, in a good way, it's like, <laughs> don't take it too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... I, like, just burst out in laughing whenever I, like, have something a little funny. That is very true. Which is <laughs> very... <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's just, you know, like, a little bit carefree, but, like, in the good parts of life, like, when you should be carefree. Yeah. And yeah, Oh, exactly, yeah. It's been, like, a lot more joyful because of that. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I'm 
a little not too happy is also kind of like the growing up um a lot of things to because i'm an overthinker so i'm like already thinking of like oh post-graduation career i don't even think that's overthinking i think it's valid okay yeah it is valid but it's like all about the intricate details like oh my gosh yeah how's the economy gonna be whenever like i'm gonna get my job wow okay yeah you do think further than it's gonna be like a big layoff like yeah like it's trending to like every five years it's supposed to be like a collapse should we be thinking about it yeah i'm just gonna Oh, actually i think when we when we graduate like the two one or two years after we graduate it's gonna be a huge like job boom oh in a good way in a good way yeah but like yes. three five years after that it's gonna fall down again but like that's just like the trend always got it but like um... i digress <laughs> <laughs> basically ignorance is bliss uh yeah yes. <laughs> yes. what was the other thing the future mm-hmm. i kind of just talked about that but yeah, yeah i'm gonna like you know optimist about the future which is crazy because I'm super pessimistic. Yay. <laughs> we love that for you, Aaron. <laughs> yes. Aaron the pessimist recluse. Yes. yes. Thank you, thank you. And the boomer. The boomer pe- pessimist recluse. Hey, but he's, he's you know, turning the corner. He's more of an optimistic yeah. recluse. I'm delusional now. Nice. What? You know, low-key true. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So for me, I think definitely something that I think I'm that was good about this year. I think there's so many good things about this year and bad things, but good things as well. But I think one thing that I just think is interesting is I've learned that people are very different, Yeah. right? Like everyone knows people are different, right? But to the degree that people understand that, I think is different because yeah. people are just truly so different. I can't it, like, ex- what's it called? I can't express. I can't express it enough. Thank you, Aaron. Mm. But it's like, I talked about this earlier with like Gary, but like Gary and I are meetings together because we work together on the same committee for Epic. And it's like, I've learned this year, it's like Gary thinks in a fundamentally different way than I do, for real. Like, and that's a good thing. Yeah, because I think it offers so many different perspectives on things. Gary thinks about things that I don't, I think about things that he doesn't, right? Mm. And it's like, but before this year though, it's like, I don't think I really knew how to appreciate that Yeah. for different people. And also, like, for example, Aaron and I. I used to think Aaron and I were, like, complete opposites. I've learned now that we are very similar in some ways. <laughs> but I think, like, <laughs> this year working with Aaron on, like, core team leadership, it's, like, I think we've worked really well together. Yeah. And I think it's because of our different approaches or different mentalities about things or different approaches to things. That's the reason we worked well together. And um, for me, though, it's just it's really exciting like looking to the future and knowing like there are so many people out there so many different people out there that are just like it's very cool to think about that yeah and then for something not so good or also tying it that wouldn't in with the future mm-hmm. i would say something that i struggled a lot with this year was definitely like anxiety over future career stuff in the just mm. that stuff it's like i talked about it last year i know i definitely did about being worried about career but what i would say though is that that plagued me so much this semester but i was able to talk to my parents about it and also just fully understand like god has a plan for everybody and that plan is not the same for anybody <laughs> yeah so if i learned that it's like not only like comparing yourself to others but it's like truly just focus on like i guess what's important like for example right now it's important for me to be a student right right like in the past it was hard for me to 
try hard being a student because I didn't know what the future was, right? But in reality, it's like, if the student part is what I can control right now, that's the part I should be pursuing with excellence, right? Mm -hmm. So I've learned all that stuff and also like just to lift up the future to God and not to worry as much about it. It's like, there's stuff I need to do, responsibilities that I need to handle. But beyond that, it's like, just trust the journey and trust that he'll take care of it. So, um, but yeah, that was the main thing I learned this year. And also what I'm, the attitude that I'm pushing forward to for next year. Um, but yeah, that wraps up 4x4 podcast. Um, we will see you guys. Bye. Bye.